welcome to the Back to Basics Bible Corner podcast with Tracy and Amy. Digging into scripture together is literally our favorite thing to do, because simply reading the Bible will never be enough for us. We want to truly study His Word. So we have created this podcast as a means to study together with all of you. We would be over the moon excited to have conversation with you in the comments here. So without further ado, let's go chew on some scripture together. Welcome back to the Back to Basics Bible Corner podcast with Tracy and Amy. Um, We are so excited to be here again. We're looking forward to our day to record every single week with so much anticipation. And we're just talking to each other back and forth the whole week about what it is we're going to talk about and comparing notes and all of that stuff. And I really think that that's important to share with you guys, because this is something that is that it's it's coming from the heart. This is a labor of love. This is something that we are both very, very passionate about. And we are being very mindful to stay in prayer about this. And we are making sure that we are listening to the father as he is guiding us on what we should share or what we need to focus on. um, And making sure that we are, we are being good stewards of our skills and our voices whenever we are sharing this stuff with you guys. So we really, really, really just want to tell you guys, thank you for being here. And we hope that you're enjoying it. Um, I hope that you're finding some value in it. And that if the very, very, very least, I hope that it is encouraging you to at least open up your Bible, right? Like at least grab it, open it up and, and read one verse, just read one verse. That's it. Uh, Cause the more time that you spend in the word, the better off you are going to be in your entire life. And I promise you, (laughs) you will see that yourself once you have been doing it. Um, So as always, we're going to open up with a word of prayer, and then we are going to get started on our um, study today. But we wanted to do a little bit of like housekeeping real fast because um, we are seeing and hearing from folks that it might be a little bit difficult to find the podcast. So we just wanted to take a moment real quick before we get started and go over that with you. The podcast itself is not hosted on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, anything like that. It is actually hosted through Kajabi, which is a um, program that the Pop Culture Collective uses for all of its courses to begin with. So they added a new feature where we can record podcasts and it's really cool. It's really awesome. They host the podcast. So you have to opt in with the email and that email has been sent out a whole bunch it's in the kajabi community that we created for the podcast it's being posted by both of us on our social media you can follow both of us i will put our social media information in the show notes for this one um but you can follow both of us or add us as friends whatnot on there um and you'll be able to see whenever we're launching a new podcast episode we're sharing in our stories so on and so forth but once you have opted in via that link then you will have access to the podcast through Kajabi. The first time that you open up the podcast, there will be this little pink square underneath the picture and the title of the podcast. If you click that, it will let you copy the show URL. Whenever you copy that, you can then go into either your Apple podcast or into your Google podcast, and you can search show by URL and then paste that thing, the link that you copied. Once you have pasted that URL in there, um, it will automatically 
add the show to your Apple or Google podcast. And every time a new episode comes, you'll be able to see it on there and it will work just like any other regular podcast. You don't have to keep going into Kajabi and all of that stuff. But we still do have that Kajabi community open where we are having discussion. We are sharing um, our, our verse mapping and our SOAP method um, templates that we've made. We are sharing the examples. We are asking everybody what they thought about episodes. And we're having conversation in there about the different things that we're talking about. So we would love it if you would join us in there. And of course, the link for that is going to be in the show notes. So you can just head on down there and click on that. Uh, Amy, do you want to pray us in today? Yes, that's fine. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for bringing us together to be able to host this podcast, to get your word out to your people, Lord. Let our words be your will and that we speak from what you would like us to say, Lord. Let the listeners and everyone else be able to hear what you want them to say today, Lord. Thank you for all that you have done. Your wise words show us daily that your plan is laid out for us already. And we just need to trust in you, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Sorry, I couldn't find the unmute button. Look at that. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and get started, guys. Um, and today we're going to be doing verse mapping and soap method Bible study and all of that on Genesis chapter five. So I'm going to read through it real quick. And as always, I am reading from the ISR scriptures 2009 edition. Um, it might sound a little bit different from yours because it does have the original names and all of that in here. It's much closer to the original language than some of the other translations are. And I just think that that's really nifty. It's not something that's necessary. You can read the Bible from any version that you feel most comfortable or feel called to, to read from. None of that really matters. Um, but just, in, you know, if you hear something sound a little different, that's why. So in chapter five, it says, this is the book of the genealogy of Adam. In the day that Elohim created man, he made him in the likeness of Elohim. Male and female, he created them and he blessed them and called their name Adam in the day that they were created. And Adam lived 130 years and brought forth a son in his own likeness after his image and called his name Seth. And after he brought forth Seth, the days of Adam were 800 years and he brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. And Seth lived 105 years and brought forth Enosh. And after he brought forth Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Seth were 912 years and then he died. And Enosh lived 90 years and brought forth Canaan. And after he brought forth Canaan, Enosh lived 815 years, and he brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Enosh were 905 years, and then he died. And Canaan lived 70 years and brought forth Mahalalel. And after he brought forth Mahalalel, Canaan lived 840 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Canaan were 910 years, and then he died. And Mahalalel lived 65 years and brought forth Jared. And after he brought forth Jared, Mahalalel lived 830 years. He brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Mahalalel were 895 years, and he died. And Jared lived 162 years and brought forth Enoch. And after he brought forth Enoch, Jared lived 800 years and brought forth sons and daughters. 
So all the days of Jared were 962 years and he died. And Enoch lived 65 years and brought forth Methuselah. And after he brought forth Methuselah, Enoch walked with Elohim for 300 years. Do me a favor real quick. And if you have your Bible out in front of you, just underline that. Enoch walked with Elohim for 300 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with Elohim, then he was no more, for Elohim took him. Again, if you have your Bible out, go ahead and underline that, highlight it, put a, a star by it, put a box around it, however you mark that something is important whenever you're reading. And Methuselah lived 187 years and brought forth Lamech. And after he brought forth Lamech, Methuselah lived 782 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. And Lamech lived 182 years and brought forth a son and called his name Noah saying, this one does comfort us concerning our work and the toil of our hands because of the ground which Yahweh has cursed. And after he brought forth Noah, Lamech lived 595 years and brought forth sons and daughters. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years, and he died. And Noah was 500 years old, and Noah brought forth Shem, Ham, and Yepeth. So first, first and foremost those two spots that I asked you guys to underline let's let's focus on that for a second before I truly blow your mind with what else we found in this scripture okay um it says that Enoch walked with Elohim for 300 years it said that for no one else it said that for no one else right now that doesn't mean that these other people were 100% purely evil it doesn't mean that these other people were like horrible individuals but it is, it is notating that Enoch specifically, specifically walked with Elohim. He put forth that effort. He placed God as his number one and he walked with him. He lived a life of righteousness. So much so that he lived less years than everybody else and that he never died. God just took him up. He never died. He wasn't buried. His body is not here on earth. He didn't have to go through sickness and all of that pain at the end of life, right? He literally just went with God. And that is something that I feel like is so valuable to know because if we if we're if we're wanting to know what it is that we need to do we have a couple of people in the bible that we can look at right we already know that we look at jesus we're going to walk like jesus we're going to do what he did but we can also look at enoch we can walk like enoch we can be righteous like he was we can put god first in our life we can walk with elohim through all of our days and it will be counted as good and that is amazing what what a beautiful little nugget in there right everybody else and he died and he died and he died and he died Enoch no he didn't die he came to live with Elohim right it blew my mind I loved that um so now I, I want to make a little note real quick whenever I am doing my bible study whenever I'm reading the bible especially my one-year bible the parts that go over genealogy are so hard for me to read <laughs> they're so hard for me to read and I hear that a lot for other people too because it just goes on and on and on this person had this person who had this person and they lived here and they did this and it it just goes on right like it's not it doesn't feel like it's the meat and the potatoes of the story so here Genesis 5 we have Genesis 1 through 4 where we're we're talking about 
all of the, you know, creation and the fall and, and mankind throughout that period, right? All of these things that are happening, there's a lot of like back and forth stuff going on. It's almost like watching a, uh, a high impact, like Western movie, right? Like it's just people firing left and right. And you're just like, what's going to happen next? And then chapter five opens up and it's like, okay, so this is the book of genealogy. And I don't know if anybody else does this, but I'm immediately like, oh, here we go again. Here we go again. Um, I don't think I will ever feel that way again, ever, after what we, we discovered in this. I don't think I will ever hesitate to read the genealogy again. In fact, I've already studied like three other spots in here now that have genealogy in it just to see if it happens again. <laughs> but it, the names that were listed here, if you're taking notes, if you're writing things down, whatnot, uh, I'm going to say this a little bit slowly, but also feel free to pause and all that stuff. Um, I'm going to read the names that were listed here in order, and then I'm going to read what those names mean. And you're going to see something very cool happen here. Adam was listed first, then Seth, then Enosh, then Canaan, then Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and then lastly was Noah. Now I'm going to tell you what these names mean and I want to see if you guys are hearing it like as more and more and more I was looking them up I was like whoa 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 no way this is happening mankind is what Adam means Seth means appointed Enosh means mortal Canaan means sorrow Mahalalel means the blessed Elohim Jared means shall come down Enoch means teaching Methuselah means his death shall bring. Lamech means the despairing. And Noah means comfort and rest. Just sit on that for a second. Like that's, okay. Whenever you read all of that together, man has appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed Elohim shall come down teaching and his death shall bring the despairing comfort and rest. That immediately right there, the list of names from Adam to Noah, their meanings immediately tell us the story of Yeshua, Jesus. It tells us what he is going to do, what that covenant is all about with God, right? Man has appointed mortal sorrow, but the blessed Elohim shall come down teaching and his death shall bring the despairing comfort and rest. No matter what we do, no matter what sin we invite into our life, no matter how many times we get sidetracked, distracted. My iPad is dying, so that's fun. I might need to grab my charger in a second. Um, but no matter what we do with this, um, he's, he's going to bring that comfort and that rest, right? That was the whole point behind sending Jesus. And I just thought that that was absolutely amazing. And I also think that it's very telling um, about how important a name is. A name has meaning. A name is something that is given to you from birth or in the, the event of a couple of people in the Bible changed by Elohim. Um, but your, your name is important. It has meaning and it's something that um, we should be honoring and we should be getting right. And I think that that probably stands out the most to me because once I learned the name of God, like what his name was in Hebrew, I prefer to say that, right? Once I learned what Jesus's name was, I prefer to say that. Not that anybody is 
wrong for not saying that. It's just something that I felt. And then now it makes sense, like why I felt that way, right? Like there's an important aspect to people's names. Um, and then Amy, whenever we were talking about this, Amy found some cool scripture too that does this exact same thing. It's a hidden, a hidden message in like the random genealogy. So I'm going to mute. I'm going to let her do her thing. I'm going to run, go grab my charger. All right, great. Um, so when I do my studies, I do more of a verse mapping type of study. So I look at all the words um, of different um, translations and things like that. So as I looked at the KJV uh, translation, a few of the names were spelled differently. Enosh was actually spelled E-N-O-S instead of E-N-O-S-H. And Canaan was spelled actually like Abel and Cain. So he's like actually named after or his name derives from Cain from Cain and Abel. Um, and it's spelled like that C-A-I-N-A-N. However, um, when we go to the ESV version, the NIV version, things like that, you're going to see that their names are spelled differently. Like now it's Enosh with E-N-O-S-H. Kenan is spelled K-E-N-A-N. Um, so those are the things that I still need to look up as to why those are um, a little bit different like that. But those are things that I that stick out to me. Um, and then I go through and I kind of look at the different types of words that stick out to me too, as far as like KGB. Um, they use the words begot and begotten, which actually means to bring into existence by process of reproduction. So either to father something or to sire something, whereas like the newer translations just use the word uh, fathered or he had a son or he had other daughters. So that we know that that word had actually means the same as fathered, which actually means the same as begotten. So that's how I do my study sometimes. And those are just kind of the things that I picked out that were different between those. And um, when I was looking at those different names, it just got me a little curious. So I went through and found another version um, that was actually specifically translated straight from Hebrews that said, man appointed a mortal dwelling the light of God came down, dedicated. His death will bring the departing, despairing rest. So it's kind of the same wording, but yet if you look at different translations, you're going to find different wordings and that's where we dig deeper and things like that. So as I was reading even more deeper, I wanted to go look further and see if there's any other genealogies that do this. And in Revelation 7, 5 through 8, where it lists the 12 tribes of, of Israel. This is what I found. There's Judah, Reuben, Gad, Asher, Naphtali, Menasiah, Simeon, Levi, Isarcher, Zebulon, Joseph, and Benjamin. And each one of these means something. So Judah means, I will praise the Lord. Reuben means he has looked on me. Gad granted good fortune. Asher, happy am I. Neptali, my wrestling. Manasha, making me to forget. Simeon, God hears me. Levi, joined to me. 
Isarcher purchased me. Zebulon means dwelling. Joseph means God will add to me. And Benjamin means son of his right hand. So when we put those all 12 tribes of Israel together, it states, I will praise the Lord. He has looked on me, granted good fortune. Happy I am, my wrestling making me to forget. God hears me, joined to me, purchased me a dwelling, and God will add me son to the son of his right hand. So I have not dug deeper into this one yet, but it goes to say that God has this already planned out from the beginning and everything, every little detail is by design in the Bible. Um, you know, we must see how his plans already laid out by being obedient to him. He'll provide what he, what we always need and continuing to lay things to him because he's already got it. So, um, Another thing that kind of stuck out to me was that uh, God kept Methuselah alive longer than anybody else. And the reason he did that is what they're saying <laughs> is that he wanted to give people as long as possible to repent before the flood came. He wanted to give more people. He wanted them to come home with him before he wiped them out. And, um, you know, Methuselah died in the flood. He was the only one out of Adam's line, um, out of this line from Adam to Noah, that was still alive at the time of the flood. Everybody else was dead. I did the math on that. As long as it's in order, you know, if, as long as we can interpret the Bible as there not being centuries in between these people living, if you do the math and it makes you know, logical sense, um, then you can see that um, everybody else was gone before the flood besides Methuselah. Um, isn't it interesting too that a little his other name, thing? Isn't it interesting that, that his name, his name means his death shall bring and he died in the flood? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, his his name meaning, um, yep, exactly. Where was that? Yeah. His death shall bring so that God gave him as long as possible for people to be able to come and repent to him so that they wouldn't perish in the flood because he wants us to be with him. He wants nothing more than that to be with us in his heaven. Um, let's see. So uh, scripture is just, it's interesting how this keeps putting us on a loop of Old Testament, New Testament, Old Testament, New Testament. It's just like one big circle and it's inexhaustible. <laughs> That's a big word I learned. Um, we never get to the bottom of its depth. Like we are never going to get to the bottom of what everything means because there's still like there's still prophecy to come. So we'll never know it all, but it's interesting that we can just keep digging. And something that Ch Chuck Meisler and Perry Stone say is that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. 
So many things don't make sense in the Old Testament until the New Testament shines light on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was put that way, we have to remember, um, by design. Like, but his word, right, is it is God breathed, it is inspired, it is from him through what he is telling to the prophets and the the people like Moses and all that stuff, right? Like he's telling them what to write. He's telling them what needs to be in here. Um, so therefore it being like a foreshadowing of the new Testament and then the new Testament going back and answering all of that, he did that with a purpose. So while we might be like, why is it so confusing? Why is it like, it's not, it's not translation has confused it. Society has confused it. It, it is quite simple and it is, it, it's the same story over and over and over just on repeat. Like you said, that cycle is inexhaustible. It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah, and definitely. I think it, and it's just interesting how he put specific words in to just kind of nail it in there. Um, for example, like all of them there, he died. You know, that's, that's one of the little verses that I stuck out to me and I highlighted and um, repeatedly highlighted it because we, he repeated it to remind us of our mortality, hoping to lead us to be saved because in sin is death. And so by telling us that Adam died, you know, that just, that right there just is enough to just blow <laughs> your mind because yeah. like he died, he died in sin. He did not, the only one that out of this lineage that actually walked with God was Enoch. And not that they were, they were horrible people, but they were in their sin and they were not saved to, you know, be with him in the end and and that makes our father sad that in the end he's not with us or we are not with him yeah that was the whole purpose so it reminds him. us yeah uh yeah so it's, it's just the whole purpose behind creation was for us to be in fellowship with him so i love too that like he specifically he did it on purpose you can't Nobody could ever convince me otherwise that he didn't use the words that he used on purpose and that every single bit, every little verse in this book has a, a, a very purposeful meaning, right? Like it's in there for a reason. So whenever you're reading through things, if you're coming to something that's causing you to stumble over it and be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why is that there? That was useless information, things like that. I encourage you to, to dig a little bit deeper. If you come across a verse that you're really like, why is that there? Circle it, finish what you're doing for your study. And then whenever you have time, look that up, look into it, look into that story a little bit more, look into, if it's genealogy, look into what the names mean. Um, notice the re repetition of numbers. I've noticed a lot of repetition of numbers in here. Another thing that was really cool. Um, let me go back to Genesis five. I had opened to revelation while we were reading there. Um, Genesis 5, which one was it that lived for 777 years? God is a fan of numbers. He's a fan of. Oh, Noah's dad, Lamech. 
Lemec. Was it Lemec? Yeah. Yeah, Lemec, 777 Seven. years. Yeah. And, and that is, you know, people, people say like, oh, um, 777, that's God's number. Like, but it really is like, it really is his number. So why did Lamech live specifically that long? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know the answer to that yet, but it makes me question. It makes me circle it. It makes me look deeper into it because now I have, I have studied enough that I have trained my brain to look for those things in here, to look for the repetition of numbers, to look for the numbers that he repeatedly uses all the time, like the number 40, the number seven, the number three, things like that. He uses those numbers a lot. Um, also interesting to note is that Enoch lived for exactly 365 years. How many days do we have in a year? 365. Is there any correlation behind that? I don't know, but my brain immediately sees it. Like whenever I'm reading it, my brain immediately captures that. And it's like, there's something there, look deeper. So I hope that, um, you guys, as you, as you are doing this, I hope that you are getting into the habit of noticing those things. Sorry, just, I, I'm still looking at this message and it's just so crazy that the, that their names mean that and it actually comes, comes forward in there. Anyway, um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this. I hope that you learned something from this and I hope that you are finding some, some peace and some comfort in listening to this podcast with us. Um, I encourage you to join the community with us so that we can all be in fellowship together. Um, we are going to have in the show notes, uh, the templates for the digital verse mapping and the digital soap method that Amy has created for us very graciously. Thank you again for that, Amy, because that is so not my wheelhouse or my forte and they are absolutely beautiful. I love them. Um, but we will have those in the show notes as well as our social medias for you guys to give us a follow. Um, we encourage you guys to share this with other people. If you, if you had some, something that spoke to you in this podcast or what your biggest takeaway is, or if you are just super excited to be here and be in the community, share that, share it, tag us, um, give people the link, invite your friends, whatever it might be so that we can all be in this fellowship together and we can be learning from one another. Uh, also, as always, make sure that you guys are letting us know what you are struggling with, whatever you are reading um, and trying to study his word. Where are you struggling at? What topics do you want us to cover? Do you have a specific verse or, you know, a specific um, life struggle that you're in, like anxiety or um, depression, things like that, that you want us to find verses for and do studies on that to help you be able to um, understand those better? We love to dig into where people are asking us to. So just leave that in the comments here or in the community itself, just message us on Facebook, whatever it might be. Let us know what it is that you guys want to hear on here, because this is, this is for you guys. We want this to be, um, a valuable resource for you. So let us know, um, as always remember that faith is a verb, uh, and we love you guys and we will see you on the next one. hope that you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to join in on the conversation in the comments. Let us know your thoughts, your takeaways, or even offer up some suggestions for future episodes. If you're enjoying our time of study together, please make sure you tell your friends about it so we can study with them too. You can always screenshot this episode and post it in your socials. 
Don't forget to check the show notes for any resources that we included in today's episode. And may Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, bless you today and all of your days. Thank you.